Thank you for your support during our spring fun drive. Uh, I'm Tim Bruno here in the studio. Uh, it's 11 o'clock and uh, normally you would hear farm and country, but because it's a, sp- a spring fun drive edition, we're going to hear a whole hour of a special Catskill character. Whoop. Whoop, Donna Fellenberg in the house. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And travels with Triggs and Greg Triggs. It's a mashup. It is. It's it's the <laughs> ultimate mashup. The ultimate oh mashup. Donna and Greg are here, and they're here to uh, bring us some of the stories uh, that they encounter and characters that they encounter. Uh, and we can do that with your support at 845-482-4141 or wjffradio.org. I think you guys are going to lay down a challenge. Yes, I don't yeah. want to say that Donna and I are the most generous volunteers of the radio station <laughs> because that, that would not be fair. But Donna and I discussed it and on behalf of Catskill Character and Travels with Triggs, we are going to do a $500 match Woo! this hour. So $500. up to $500, whatever comes in, we will match. Call now. You know, live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. The Sudanese army says it has begun helping foreign diplomats trapped by fighting to leave Sudan. The violence erupted last weekend in Khartoum between the army and a paramilitary group fighting for control. More than 400 civilians have died. An army statement says diplomats from Saudi Arabia's mission have been flown home and the staff of the Jordanian embassy will follow. Diplomats from the U.S., France, Britain and China are expected to leave in the coming hours. U.S. citizens not connected to the embassy will need to make their own arrangements to leave Sudan. NPR's Jackie Northam reports. National Security Spokesperson John Kirby says the State Department has sent out numerous advisories telling American citizens not to travel to Sudan or to get out if they're already there. It is not standard practice for the United States to evacuate all American citizens living abroad and, and again, uh, given all the warnings that we have we have provided, there should be no expectation uh, that the United States would be able to facilitate uh, an evacuation. There's an estimated 16,000 American citizens in Sudan, and the situation is growing desperate. There are shortages of food and water, and the security situation is increasingly precarious. Jackie Northam, NPR News, Washington. The Supreme Court has issued a ruling that allows the abortion, abortion drug Mifepristone to be available for now. It blocked lower court decisions that would have rolled back the FDA approval that has been in effect for more than 20 years. NPR's Sarah McCammon has more. This latest stay from the Supreme Court preserves access to Mifepristone while the appeals process plays out. The next step in that process is a hearing scheduled for May 17th before the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. And the stay means that during that appeals process, lower court orders restricting access to the drug are on hold. Abortion pills can be sent through the mail and the generic form of the drug is still FDA approved. NPR's Sarah McCammon. In Alabama, a funeral service gets underway at this hour to remember one of the four people killed last week at a birthday party in the town of Dadeville. Tory Public Radio's Kyle Gassett reports. Corbin DeMontre Holston was 23. He graduated from Dadeville High School in 2018, where he played both football and basketball. In media accounts, his mother described him as selfless when it came to his family and friends, and that he always tried to be a protector. Also killed at that sweet 16 birthday party were two high school seniors and an aspiring musician, ranging in ages from 17 to 19. This week, Alabama law enforcement officials announced the arrests of six suspects, each charged with four counts of reckless murder. 
Police have not yet released a motive for the shooting. For NPR News, I'm Kyle Gassett in Troy, Alabama. This is NPR News. Another Silicon Valley company is again laying off hundreds of employees. This time it's the ride-hailing service Lyft. NPR's Derek Kerr reports the move comes days after Lyft welcomed a new CEO. David Richard joined Lyft as its new CEO on Monday. By week's end, he'd emailed employees to say there'd be a significant reduction in staff. Various news reports say the cuts could impact more than 12,000 jobs. Risher said the layoffs are necessary to lower costs and drive growth. Lyft has been working to stay competitive with ride-hailing giant Uber, but so far it's lagged behind. This is Lyft's second round of layoffs over the last six months, but it's not alone in trimming its headcount. Facebook, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft have also shed workers this year. Richard told employees that he owns this decision and understands it comes at a big cost. Dara Kerr, NPR News. Brazil's President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva is in Lisbon, Portugal, the first stop on a five-day trip to Europe, his first visit there as president. A government statement says he's relaunching Brazil's diplomatic relations with its main partners. Lula angered the European Union and the U.S. last weekend when he said that Ukraine and Russia had chosen to go to war. He also said the U.S. and European allies are prolonging the war by supplying arms to Ukraine. Lula has proposed that a group of nations, including Brazil and China, mediate a peaceful resolution to the conflict. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the George Lucas Educational Foundation, creator of Edutopia. For 30 years, committed to advancing educational innovations and research that improves pre-K to 12 learning. More at edutopia.org. You're listening to Radio Catskill. It's our spring fun drive. I'm Tim Bruno. It's Saturday, April 22nd, 11 o'clock. And today it's a special edition of Catskill Character with Donna Fellenberg and Travels with Triggs with Greg Triggs. Good morning, guys. Thanks Good for, morning. Thanks for coming in. We're excited to be here. And if you're just tuning in, you may not have heard it before the news. Uh, Donna and Greg have issued a $500 challenge that, that we need to meet during this hour. Uh, that will help us get toward our goal, which is going to be at noon, uh, to, uh, end this fun drive. So we need to hear from you. Uh, we already heard from Jill in Narrowsburg. Thank you, Thank Jill. Thank you, Jill. Where's that bell? Jill, oh, yeah, woohoo. I've got the Super Mario bell. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll work with that. <laughs> I don't know where the bell went. We have a physical bell that is missing in action. That sounds like a Jason hospital alert. This is the Super Mario coin sound. The kids are all into it today. Oh, yeah. okay. Eight four five four eight two four one four one or wjffradio.org. Uh, Jill says she loves the special programs, like local programs like Catskill Character, uh, Shelf Life with Aaron Hicklin, which is tomorrow at noon, and Travels with Triggs. I'm she assuming, has good taste. I'm assuming Jill did that alphabetically since <laughs> Travels with Triggs came last. <laughs> We were saying Calm that down, in Greg. like yes, when when you come to like ca- when you credits like at the end is actually the best place to be like exactly and, and with Dame Maggie Smith and with Greg, Greg exactly yeah. who, featurings. Who was that woman on Melrose Place? The beautiful blonde Heather woman. Locklear and. And Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear. She was, was always, always like, last. Always has her own panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm the Heather Locklear of WJFF. That's, 
pretty much have always thought that. 845-482-4141 or WJFFradio.org. Hey, we only have $380 to go on this challenge now. Uh, so call us at 845-482-4141 or go to WJFFradio.org. And now it looks like we only have about $4,500 to go on the total goal that we need to meet. So we're like 92%. About 92%. Yes, we're getting there. So You know, last night on Facebook, I made a post that said, we are the cleanup crew. <laughs> we are, but you are out there. You, the listener, yes. you're part of the cleanup crew, and only you can make this happen. Yep. Oh, and there goes a and phone. And I hear a phone. See, magic. Maybe it's the Heather Locklear fans out there that are calling let's uh let's reach our goal and then we can all start concentrating on the new playground there you go 845-482-4141 or wjffradio.org uh mistrix you also say that you have a special uh, offer here for folks that, that call in to uh to uh donate yes uh as those of you uh have many of you have heard before i published a book this year called that which makes us stronger that donna I am, did you hear about that I, I, this is the first i'm hearing yes. of it. i hate talking about it but for the station <laughs> i will Thank uh you. it's a comic oh, novel so about serious things and our top donor this hour will not only get a free autographed copy of the book but a character in my upcoming novel will be named after them. What? Oh, wow. Okay. So you, if you give the most money this hour, you get to be in Greg Triggs's next book. Look at that. Will they be in the movie when it comes out as a movie? We'll see how much they give. Okay. <laughs> 845-482-4141 or wjffradio.org. Do they get to figure out what their, what their character is or is it just them? You, um, TBA. I will allow the name to inspire me. Got Ooh. it. <laughs> 845-482-4141 or org. Travels with Triggs is here uh, the last Saturday of the month and uh, Catskill Characters on the other Saturdays. Um, are we talking to you about uh, a re- uh, I'm sorry, you're talking to us. You're giving us a little bit of a reading to yes, today, an uh, excerpt. From, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but I wrote a book called That Which Makes Us Stronger. Donna, did you hear about that? Um, no. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Donna, there's a cough button. You sh- you're a professional. Sorry. All right. Um, so, yes, I'm going to do a quick reading uh, from That Which Makes Us Stronger. This is from the middle section uh, during high school. And there has just been a family crisis. Uh, a member of the family is in the hospital. I managed to get drenched running from the car to the main entrance of the hospital. My wet shoes caused me to slide and nearly fall on the slippery floor. If I did fall, this would be the best place to do it, I suppose. But that distracting thought is stopped short by the disapproving glare of a very thin nun behind the information desk. Really thin, like a black sleeve with white cuffs thin. The scowl on her face is the only thing that distinguishes her as human. Young man, says Sister French Cuff, please don't run inside the building. Think of the infirm, the people your rash actions could. Now, she doesn't know, but I'm the great nephew of Sister Mary Rita and Sister Alma Rita. I assume all nuns know each other. Maybe I should drop their names for a little street cred. I'm sorry, sister, I say, engaging with my Midwestern guilt. Of course, this is my fault. Uh, My name is Warren Barnes. I just found out my brother is here. Oh, follow the pink and blue arrows to the children's ward, she says while crossing herself. 
No, sister, I say, trying not to sound exasperated. My big brother, he's older than I am, Art. His name is Art. Barnes, did you say Barnes as in Barnes Bakery? Yes, ma'am. I knew your grandparents. Lovely people. Very important at the Knights of Columbus. We ordered all the baked goods from the convent from them. She says with a smile that is indeed angelic. I'm in the same order as your aunts, Alma Rita and Mary Rita. See, I knew all nuns knew each other. And that's the end of the, <laughs> that's the end of today's reading. Let's take it to church, shall we? Thank you, Donna. The studio's applauding everyone. No, you're listening the to a, a special spring fun drive edition of Catskill Character and Travels with Triggs. That was Greg Triggs reading from his book. That, wait, I gotta say it correctly. That which makes us stronger. I don't think I've mentioned it yet. What's the name it's again? It's called That Which Makes Us Stronger. Donna, have you heard of this? It is, uh, I, in all seriousness, it is a wonderful it book. It's got everything. It's sad. It's sweet. It's funny. Very poignant. And I enjoyed every second of it. And my, my, my review of it is on Amazon. And it sounds something like that. Donna was actually one of the first readers. And she is acknowledged in the acknowledgments, as are many other people yes. from WJFF. And uh, you guys have uh, issued a challenge of $500 this hour for our Spring Fun Drive. We're already hearing from some more folks that have uh, been donating online or calling in. Melanie from Uniondale, supporting Catskill Character and oh. Travels with Triggs and WJFF. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Melanie. She is a Catskill character and a wonderful human being. Love that. Loved, uh, love hearing from Lewis as well in Roscoe, also donating online. And Joe in Woodside, New York, donating online. Uh, that means we, with all these donations that have come in previously as well from uh, Wild Bill and Michelle and Ilya, the, the Calden, uh, looks like we have $190 to go on this challenge already. Like this wow. is in 13 minutes. So $190 to go on the $500 challenge. Uh, and you guys can help us with uh, your support at 845-482-4141 or wjffradio.org. That offer we made, is that a verbal contract? Is that <laughs> legally binding? You check with I don't my know attorney. that we saw this happening. <laughs> I think we'll check with the attorneys out in the hall. Um, 845-482-4141 support. Uh, the great storytellers that we have here, uh, the great uh, interviewers that we have here. Uh, Donna, Catskill character, um, has really become an institution on the station. People, Aww. people, I, all the time, people are stopping saying how much they love the show and, uh, love you and the characters. You oh, find such great characters. Such, you know, I know, I heard this because I listen, I've listened for the last two weeks. The, in our mission statement, we talk about being here for education. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not talking about, I don't think the mission statement means, we are going to educate you folks. It means we're going to help you to know what's going to on learn. locally, what's going on in the world. And that's what these people that I have on my show do for me every week. They, they give me an education. Yeah. And I'm, today what I'm going to do is we're going to play three clips that I did with three of the Catskill characters who have been on before and get an update and see what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. First up, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to hear from uh, your interview with Aaron West. Yes. Aaron West from Barryville. She's lovely. She is lovely. And also just want to thank uh, real quick Evan in uh, Arlington, Virginia. Uh, who's, wow. uh, I'm not sure if that's your billing address or if you're local, but w if you're listening in Arlington, that's great. You can listen thank to us you, anywhere. Evan. Thank you. You know what I love about Virginia? The fact that we're hearing from someone from Virginia is Radio Catskill promotes such diversity. For example, Donna lives in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I sure do. I 
845-482-4141 or wjffradio.org. Just now $140 to go on your $500 wow. challenge. Slow down, people. No, 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 no. Keep going. Hit the accelerator. 845-482-4141. Sorry. We're going to get to Aaron West here. Yes. A special edition of uh, Catskill Character during our Spring Fun Drive on Radio Catskill. Aaron West, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Donna, thank you so much for having me back. You know, we're in the middle of this fun drive, and what I thought I would do is contact some of my Catskill characters who I see have been doing some pretty cool things since they were last on, and you are one of them. Oh, wow. Well, I'm honored. First of all, I'm honored to be here during the fun drive as a supporter of WJFF myself. I I just love the programming that WJFF has. I really believe in the community aspect. You know, they always are enthusiastic about the Berryville tree lighting, which I host, and many other events. I just think it's such an important thing to have in our community, and I'm proud to support it however I can. You were on Catskill Character at the end of the year last year, and when you were on, we spoke about your career as a dancer and an actor, and you mentioned that, you know, you grew up going to high school in Arkansas. I think you had moved around quite a bit, but you ended up going to high school in Arkansas, and your poor mom had to schlep you all over the place because there really weren't a lot of opportunities for you there, uh, dancing and doing stuff. You know, you wanted to be an actor also. And then, lo and behold, I see on Facebook that you're back in Arkansas giving uh, a master class. Tell us about that. (laughs) Yeah, well, my poor mother. I'm (laughs) always feeling so thankful to her for what she did because I'm realizing now what a big deal that was that she schlepped me around everywhere. And I was even saying when I was in Arkansas recently Mm. that I did pageants for a while just to have a chance to perform. And I'm not a pageant girl. I'm really not. But I just, I wanted to be able to perform so badly that I just did it for the talent portion. And that was a a laugh that I had with some of my old friends. But yeah, I was back in Arkansas. I stay in touch with a couple of my childhood dance teachers, which is really fun. And um, every so often, one of them invites me in to do a tap masterclass with some of the younger kids. But they have recently formed a, a nonprofit foundation that's dedicated to promoting cultural experience in our town, in our area which I love because I think it's it's so important and it's something that I would have loved to be a part of when I was there. Just more cultural and artistic support in general. So I jumped at the chance to be able to go back and support that. So I did. I went back and I taught a day of, of tap dancing and it was absolutely divine. The kids were so wonderful and, and so willing to learn challenging steps that they hadn't done before. And we all danced together and it was just, it was delightful. That sounds fantastic. I think it's so interesting that when you were down there doing this and you and you did it basically for free out of the goodness of your heart you had another opportunity pop up tell us about that yes i know it says if the universe just had planned this all out for me but i agree i i refuse to accept payment for teaching these top classes because i really wanted to support the foundation and then i i was contacted by an acquaintance of mine that i had danced with years ago in town and it turns out his fiance was heading up a dance department an hour away at a public school that had 
a dance offering as a PE credit. That is so incredible. I mean, I just, I, my, my head almost exploded because I just thought, oh, that's so wonderful. And I wish more public schools would do that, would offer dance as a PE credit because it is, it is a sport. Dancers are athletes too. Oh yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, of course, I jumped at the chance to go there and teach for, I did an entire day. I did six classes of dance. And I'm going to tell you, Donna, there were like 40 students in each class. People were really taking advantage of the dance option. And you said there were a lot of males in those classes, right? I was so delighted to see a really good mix of boys and girls, all shaped sizes. I mean, it was just it was everyone was taking advantage of this. And I can think of a time in my dance life where dance was considered very feminine. It was for girls. If you were a boy that were that was dancing, you were feminine or XYZ, you were called things. And there were so many guys in these classes that were just loving it. I mean, it was just, they were fully in it. It wasn't like, oh, I was forced to be here. My mom's making me or anything. They were so willingly in and we just had a lot of fun together. It was great. I'm sorry, Erin. What do you think turned the tide with boys becoming interested in dance? What changed? Yeah, I was trying to think about this. um, And I think that it's a combination of things. I think starting back with like, you know, shows like Dancing with the Stars. um, So you think you can dance, which we, of course, know some pretty well-known people who came out of there. And then also, I think during covid there was um, a lot of social media going on and a lot of, I saw a lot of dance challenges or reels on Instagram and Facebook of people dancing. And I think it gave people something to do during COVID maybe like the younger generations were watching social media and watching all kinds of people dance, whatever it is, I'm delighted. Well, Erin, I think you should think about, (laughs) this is just popping into my head. You should do, a class for tap. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would love to do a class, you know, online for tap dancing. It's a great workout and it's so much fun and you're so fabulous at it. What do you think? I don't know if I could do it online because there's usually like a little bit of a delay in the sound, but I think, you know, it's impossible to be not happy when you're tapping. You know, I think there's something really powerful about a group of people coming together to dance, whether it's tap or whatever, but tap is so audible and making sound with your feet. I think it's a a perfect match. I love, I love tapping with people. So yes, if there was interest, I would get a class together. (laughs) Um, And Donna, you could be my first client. I'm there girl. You know, let me tell you something. You said you can't be unhappy when you're tapping or dancing. And I have, at times, when I've been working with depressed people, prescribed for them to turn on their radio or whatever they use to listen to music and dance in their house by themselves. Just dance. Let it go. Let it just be free. And you know what? I think that really does get people in touch with joy, which when you're depressed, you really don't have access to. So you're onto something, girl. Yes. And on the flip side of that, uh, I had an acting class that I was really involved in for a few years leading up to COVID. And something that my my acting teacher would do to combat anxiety leading up to auditions, 
you know, because actors get a lot of nerves leading up to audition time. And he would also prescribe turning on some music, dancing around, and even in class, he'd say, before we do the scene, I'm going to turn on a song and you're just going to dance in front of the class. You're just going to let it all out. And then the music would stop and he would say, okay, let's start the scene. And both people would be out of breath, but they would start the scene and it just took off, you know, because all of your inhibitions just got thrown out with that dance. So there is something to it for everyone. I fully believe that whether you're doing it or you're watching it, it it really does something for your soul. Yeah, absolutely. Erin, thank you so much for coming on today. I so appreciate you sharing what you're doing with us and keep on dancing. Thanks. And Donna, I so appreciate everything that you're doing with WJFF. I know that it is mostly a volunteer run operation and you've been doing Catskill character for a while. And I just want to say thank you for all the time and energy and heart that you put into WJFF. Oh, thank you, Erin. Well, you know, I'm a lucky girl because I get to meet people like you. So it's it's all, you know, it's full circle. It's all good. (laughs) Well, let's keep talking. I'm bound and determined to interview you someday. Okay. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to a special Spring Fun Drive edition of Catskill Character. That was Donna Fellenberg speaking to Erin West. Erin is such a great person. She's wonderful. We work with her here um, every Christmas for the Berryville Tree Lighting. I know the listener knows all about the Berryville Tree Lighting. She sings. She dances. She puts the whole thing together. She she puts it all together. (laughs) She painted painted my house. house. She She painted 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 my house. She did? No. Oh. Uh, I never know when he's serious. All kinds of uh, all kinds of uh, great folks on Catskill characters support the the great work that Donna does uh, and uh, call and donate right now 845-482-4141 or wjffradio.org. Donna and Greg Triggs have issued a $500 challenge this hour, and we only have $140 to go. Yes. Um, and then on the over, do it. yeah, and on the overall, uh, for our fun drive, which is ending, uh, at noon, we're at 92%. So we're just about, uh, 4,000 or so to go to get there. So if you can donate now, this is the time. Eight, four, five. About 100 a minute. Yep. Eight, four, five, four, eight, two, four, one, four, one. Uh, my normal rate or wjffradio.org. Um, when, when Greg is being serious, I hope it's when he is on the board of the town of Tustin. You are also the a board member in the yes. town of Tustin. Yes, I am. Yeah. And I, I was listening to the show on the way up here and, uh, listening to the reporter roundtable, which I, I really loved. And I, I thought they made some really good points about, local uh local activism and mm-hmm. local uh responsibility and i uh, i've been thinking about this a lot this is my first term on the tustin board and I, i've kind of been thinking about the concept of trickle up activism or inspiring better government mm-hmm. because in no matter which side of the equation you fall on this we all know this is a divisive time and I think it has to start locally. Change has to be introduced within smaller groups of people that inspire larger groups of people and build its own momentum. Absolutely. We were in Honesdale yesterday, and one of the guests that we had on was Wayne County Commissioner Jocelyn Kramer. 
And we had invited the other two commissioners. Jocelyn happens to be a Democrat. They happen to be Republicans. They were not able to make it, but they had something else to do. It's not because they didn't want to appear with Jocelyn or anything. And Jocelyn made the point on air of saying, hey, they collaborate and work together, unlike a lot of other places that you may hear of these days. And that's how they get things done locally. Mm. They are working together in bipartisan ways. Uh, And you're right, at the local level is where this cooperation takes place. And I think one of the great things, too, about the area, and we try to represent it as much as we can, is that we all live together here. We kind of coexist. I mean, we don't all share the same outlooks and political values. And maybe, you know, we're we're still able to get along. You know, I hope that other people could do that. Can't we all just get along? We just all hold hands and get along. Well, and Donna made a good point about education, right? You you can educate through example. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, if someone has different opinions, if those are expressed constructively, it leads to dialogue where everyone might grow. Yep. And God knows we can all afford to grow. Yeah. Uh, you know, support the, the, the platform we have here to bring you the different voices and, and the, the accountability. As you said, some of the information that you're getting from our local journalists that uh, we talk to on a regular basis here at regular radio Catskill. Uh, and, uh, all of the news and information that you get here and the, the programming that you get, you know, we, we like to say it is fact based journalism. We don't just like to say it is, it is fact based journalism that we're bringing to you. So please support that with your donation right now. 845 482 4141 or org. You can scroll down and and uh, see the faces behind the voices, including Catskill character. Hi, Donna. There you are right there. And there you are right there. Um, <laughs> you can uh, donate to uh, us uh, in general, too, with that big donate button right there. And we can see that wheel move. We're at 92% of our goal. We need to raise the rest in the next half hour. So call us at 845-482-4141 or org. Um, Donna, one of the other Catskill characters you have an update on is Dwayne Cunningham. Yes, and piggybacking on the theme of education, this is a whole new education for you, the listener, and certainly it was for me, because Dwayne, who is originally from Philadelphia, PA, left Philadelphia when he was about 18 years old, and he went to Florida, and he was a member of the first class of the Ringling Brothers Clown College. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he got an education. And I mean, he's just so fascinating. And he also spent many years working for Ringling Brothers. He worked for Disney. He had a show called Doc Wasabi. He became very familiar with all of the animals in the circus. So now what he's doing, he's an animal consultant. Oh. And did you ever hear of that um, documentary? Uh, King, uh, Tiger, 